Welcome to Odds and Ends with Mike Tice. I'm your host, and this is the 16th week of a 17-week regular season, 100th NFL season. Man, there's some great games starting on Saturday to talk about to you guys, and Texans are 9-5. and five. They travel to the Buccaneers. Texans are the number four seed right now. They're minus three in this particular game. There, it's going to be a good football game. The Buccaneers are number three in total offense. I'm kind of leaning towards the Buccaneers in that particular game. 4.30 Eastern time on Saturday. I'm going to tell you what, this is a game right here. The Buffalo Bills, the number five seed in the playoffs already. They're 10-4, and four, number three in total defense. They really climbed up the ranks in sacks. They have number seven in sacks right now. And the Patriots. Number two seed, they're 11-3. and three. They're number one in total D. They're number nine in sacks, but they're only number 18 in uh, total offense. The Patriots are minus six and a half in that game. Boy, I'm kind of leaning towards the Bills in that one. The Rams at the 49ers. That's the 8-15 p.m. game on Saturday night. The Rams are eight and six, coming off a big loss last week to the Dallas Cowboys. They're the number seven seed. They're outside looking in while the 49ers the number five seed they're 11 and three they're number six in total o number two in rushing o number two in total d they're having a great year they're 11 and three minus six and a half is that spread that's going to be a hell of a game but i think the 49ers are going to prevail in that one. Oh, on sunday man there are some games on sunday i think the new orleans saints at 11 and three going to the titans is going to be a great game the Titans are still in the fight. They're the number seven seed. Uh, 50 is the over-under in that game. I look for that game to be on the over. The minus two and a half spread. The New Orleans Saints are the favorite. That should be one heck of a game. 1 p.m. East Coast time. And then 425 East Coast time on Sunday. The number four seed, the Cowboys at seven and seven. Travel to the Eagles. The number eight seed at seven and seven. That is going to be one Heck of a football game. I I tell you what, the, the Cowboys are favored in Philly, minus one and a half. They're coming off the big blowout win over the Rams. Oh, I'm leaning towards the Eagles in that one at home. Uh, if it's snowing, I hope Santa doesn't show up and get hit with a snowball. The Sunday night game, the Chiefs, 10-4 and four, travel to the Bears. The Bears are out of it. Chiefs are the number three seed. I think that's going to be a heck of a game on Sunday night. It should be a low-scoring contest, but we'll see. And then on Monday night, the game that everyone's going to be waiting for, the Packers travel to the Seahawks. The Packers are 11-3. They're the number two seed in the NFC. They're having an excellent season. Aaron Rodgers has only thrown two picks all season. And the Vikings, the number six seed, they're 10-4. and four. They're number four in rushing offense, although their top two running backs are banged up for this particular football game. I still think I'm leaning towards the Vikings in that one. So stay tuned. I have some great guests for you, including Russell Wilson, an MVP candidate, just made it as a starter in the Pro Bowl for the NFC. Russell Wilson will be on the podcast, as will Shamar Stephan of the Minnesota Vikings defensive tackle. They have the big game against Green Bay. So when we come back, I've got a couple of great guests for you on Odds and Ends. I got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere, and here's a guy that says if the weather's clear, can do, can do, 
this guy says the horse can do. Well, welcome back to Odds and Ends with Mike Tyson. I am very fortunate to have as my guest, uh, in my opinion, the leader for the MVP candidate in the National Football League in 2019, quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson. Russell, how's it going? How'd the week starting out? And big game this week, two games left. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a great coach. Guys. We're, we're, we're rolling. We're feeling good about where we are. we got a lot more to do, though, um, you know, and our, our, our mind's setting on trying to win this championship. I think, you know, uh, first of all, seeing, you know, getting to talk to you two days in a row is a good thing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> We got many stories and many many good times together, um, you know, and to, to hanging out at the house, to to going to uh, the restaurant down in Minnesota, to a lot of fun with uh, your son Nate. We we, we and one of my one of my best friends, um, good old University of Wisconsin QBs, uh, you know, getting together and winning a lot of football games. So uh, it, it's a good time, and I'm just we're excited about where we are right now too as a football team for the Seahawks, and we're excited about it. Yeah, and I, and I know you, and I've known you since your college day, your last year in the, in college. At the Badgers, and I know that team is so important to you. I know you're getting mentioned for all the accolades, MVP, this, that, and the other thing, but you guys are 11-3 and three right now, and I know Russell Wilson. Being the number one seed and being 11-3 and finishing this regular season right is far more important to Russell Wilson than any individual accolades. Am I correct in, ma- in making that assumption? Oh, of course. You know, it's, it's about winning. You know, that's why I strap on the cleats strap on the pads, you know, put on the helmet and, and go out, you know, just, just to try to lead our football team to wins. And I've been fortunate to win a lot of football games, and, and hopefully we can win the last several here coming up. Yeah, and then I, one of the things that I'm impressed by the Seattle Seahawks this year is you're plus 13 in the turnover differential. You guys don't turn the ball over very much. You've had 28 TD passes, only five INTs. I'm sure you'd like to take all five of those back. But is that something – uh, that Coach Carroll and the staff really emphasize on is hanging on to that football and creating those turnovers on defense? Well, the ball controls the game. The ball wins games. You know, it's it's all about the ball. It's about, you know, being able to score touchdowns, throwing them, running them, doing all that. We, we've been able to do, have a great mixture of running the football in with Chris Carson and uh, when, when Penny was healthy and everything yeah. else, but Chris has been spectacular. Been throwing Been throwing to a lot of different guys. DK has been amazing all year. Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Hollister Disley was great for us at the beginning of the year too uh, so we got a lot of guys catching footballs and doing a lot of great things getting the ball in the end zone and then I think you know as well um, you know he, uh, the reality is is that it all starts up front our mm-hmm. guys have been doing a great job they've been getting more and more physical they, they just have been tremendous all year um, and setting the tone for us and uh, we couldn't do anything without those guys. Yeah, and I tell you, you guys are very large up front, very physical. I am a very big fan of your offensive line coach, Mike Solari, uh, has had a great career in the National Football League, has done a great job for you guys. You guys are number four in total offense. That's great, but you guys are number three in rushing offense, and that's stupendous. I know that everything that you guys do the Seattle Seahawks starts with running that football and being physical and uh, you guys I know you lost Penny but I tell you Carson's a big dude and guys don't yeah, want to, guys, guys don't want to tackle him I mean they don't want to tackle him so it really sets up your play actions and and I think right now you guys are humming 
you mentioned Disley. Uh, it's just a tribute to uh, the program that you guys have when uh, general manager uh, Mr. Schneider goes out and trades for uh, Jacob Hollister, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago. Now Jacob steps in. He's got 32 catches and three TDs. I mean, just tell me about how and tell the fans about how all of that works together, everybody pulling in the same direction with all that great energy that Coach Carroll brings to the table. Well, Disley was on fire. I mean, mm-hmm. he was lighting the league up, uh, one of the best tight ends in the game. Uh, and then, you know, you know, we're grateful that we have Hollister because Hollister has been special for us. He's since day one he got here. I mean, he's been amazing at practice. He's been amazing on the field in the preseason, and then he got his chance and uh, he took full advantage of it. He was always focused every day. He he prepares like a champion, no matter what it is, on and off the field, and uh, it translates to the field and it translates to winning football. And he's been making plays for us night in and night out. So it's been great for us, and I think um, Hollister's been an amazing addition. You know, and then we become really really close, me and him. You know, and go. Bible studies together, spend a lot of time together, and he's just a great dude, great human being, mm-hmm. uh, good soul, great football player. Yeah, and he's from the Northwest, uh, and so it's nice for him to get back home and show off in front of his family a little bit. Tyler Lockett, I know he's your go-to guy. It's just, it's just such a pleasure to see you guys be on the same page so much. He's got 994 yards now, seven TDs, and you mentioned DK Metcalf. What a great addition he is to your program. Also, he's on my fantasy football team, so I kind of like DK. <laughs> you, got some good, you got some good fantasy football players then. So, but tell, tell the fans a little bit about those two guys. I know you mentioned them briefly in the beginning, but tell me about your love for those two guys right now. Well, I mean, first of all, let's start with Tyler. Um, he may be smaller, but uh, he's quick as lightning. He's got every attribute you could ever want in a teammate and a friend. Uh, he's tough. He's competitive. He plays with great grit. He plays with great passion. He loves the game. He plays with unbelievable knowledge of the game. And ultimately, he's a baller. You know, you want ballers on your team. You know, when you go to the park, you want you're going to pick him first. <laughs> and then uh, I think with with DK, he's been a special, special, special pro. You know, he's come in as a rookie uh, and does not does not look like a rookie, nor nor does it act like one. He's he's a true professional. Um, you know, his dad played pro football, so I think that that uh, genetic. Uh, lineage has, has definitely mm-hmm. paid off for him you know and it's transferred into the knowledge of the game for him and he's come in and it's just been tremendous he's been in my opinion one of the best rookies in all of football and he's been making so many plays he's you know he's just such a threat on the field and we want to keep finding ways to get him the football he's got i think six touchdowns and a whole bunch of yards and yeah. so uh, he's just getting started so those two guys that have those guys is uh you know you know my star receivers and everything else is, is a blessing for sure. And um, to play quarterback, they make they make my job easy, Coach Dice. So uh, it's a blessing to have those guys for sure. And Metcalf is a big dude, and the way I like those big receivers. And a couple of real quick things. I know you got to get going. You got a lot on your plate. The the Arizona Cardinals coming to town. Chandler Jones got 15 sacks, eight year pro. Jordan Hicks got three interceptions, two good linebackers. I'm sure you guys are going to have to count for those two guys as game wreckers. Tell us real quickly. I know you got to get rolling, Russ. So tell us real quickly a little bit about the Cardinals. Well, I mean, first of all, Chandler Jones, he's been a force ever since day one. You know, he, Chandler and I go way back. We actually took a visit to, to Buffalo Bills um, and ate some, a whole bunch of Buffalo wings together. So we've been, <laughs> we've been, we've been, we've been buds since. Um, but when he gets on the football field, man, he is ferocious. He knows how to get the quarterback. He knows how to do everything. Um, he's as good as it gets. You know, one of the best to ever do it. Uh, he's just been racking up his sacks year in and year out. So I got a lot of respect for him and how he plays the game. And, 
and him off the field too. So, uh, and then you know uh, Hicks has been unbelievable all year. Mm-hmm. He's just been making so many tackles. I think he's one of the top leaders in tackles in the National Football League, and he's been playing great. Um, you got other guys like Patrick Peterson and, right. and Buda Baker too. Those guys have been you know, all over the field. Right. You know, Patrick's always been special. Uh, Buda's been special since day one. He, even you know when 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 Buda when Buda popped out of uh, when he, when he popped out of University of Washington, you knew he was going to be great. He, yeah. he was amazing there, and he's been amazing. Uh, for the Cardinals, so um, now I, I got to I got to uh, watch Buddha for for several years, you know, um, at University of Washington, just dominate, and so yep. it's been fun watching him and play. And so I don't like having to play those guys, but uh, it's going to be uh, a tough matchup, and we're looking forward to to the battle. We know it's always a great one; it always comes down the wire, it seems like, and um, we're, we're looking forward to the opportunity. Well, listen, I appreciate you coming on. I know your slate is full. It's good to see you two days in a row. Diane sends her love. Nate sends his love. Get after it this week, and uh, let's get that number one seed all the way through the playoffs. <laughs> of course, guys. you got more film to watch, more things to study. You know, just got to keep, keep studying, keep getting prepared. But uh, tell Diane, tell, tell uh, Nate, I love them, and I uh, miss, miss, miss them so much. And It was great seeing Diane and you last night So at the Wheels Up party, so I'll, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, man. Be, uh, be great. Okay, go Hawks. Well, welcome back to Odds and Ends with Mike Tyson. I'm very delighted to have on my program, on our program this week, Shamar Steffen, defensive tackle of the Minnesota Vikings. They have the big game this week against the Green Bay Packers on Monday night. Shamar, tell me how the week's going. Welcome to the show. Um, it's going pretty well. Just out here working, just fine-tuning our stuff and um, trying to get after it on Sunday, on Monday night. Yeah, and this time of the year, I, I, I'm pretty sure, uh, I read a couple notes from uh, Coach Zimmer, this time of year there's not a lot of banging around in practice, probably not much pads going on, a lot of mental, a lot of taking care of your body probably how your week is going where you guys are really mentally into it but not so much physically is that the case definitely definitely um it's uh it's more about just getting your fundamentals techniques hands and feet and just working on just your craft and i mean you don't have to bang this time of year because getting to the point where i mean toys on the season everybody's banged up so try to save bodies and try to play fast on on monday well, when the Vikings people, Tommy West, my friend, talked about getting my Viking player this week, and he talked about Shamar Stefan, I was excited because back during training camp, my friend Andre Patterson, who is your coach, uh, we worked together for the Vikings with each other, and he was raving about getting you back from the Seattle Seahawks. And uh, your career, and I'm just talking for the fans, is you were drafted by the Vikes in 2014 the seventh round. University of Connecticut, uh, Long Island, Oyster Bay, Nassau County, uh, Old Westbury, but a town, a little small town called Brookville, New York. Is that correct? Yeah, I went to school there, but I'm originally I'm from Westbury. Oh, are you from Westbury? Yeah. And NIT, for all those Long Island fans of mine that I know are listening, guys I grew up with, uh, NIT and Old Westbury is really, if they want to visualize where you're from. So you come to the Seahawks. Uh, excuse me, you come to the Seahawks in 2018 as a free agent. You go back to the Vikings. Tell us tell us how that was, and tell us about that experience where you left for a year, but then you went back home, if you will, to the team that gave you your start, the Minnesota Vikings. Um, It was it was a great experience. Um, going out to Seattle was just a different defense. It was, it was a great experience being out there. Um, 
you know, the coach Carroll and uh, Ken Norton, they're great coaches. But coming back here was just like coming back home. I grew up in the system, and it was just an easy transition for me. So, I mean, the decision wasn't hard for me to come back to Minnesota. Yeah, that's nice to hear. I love both towns. I love both teams. Uh, cut my teeth with the Seahawks in 1981. Was there for 10 years. Had a longer run in Minnesota. And uh, I love both towns. I love the people in both towns. But let's talk about the task at hand this week, if we will, uh, Shamar. And that is the Green Bay Packers on Monday night. They're doing a heck of a job. Running back Aaron Jones is a stud. He's got 17 touchdowns. Uh, Devontae Adams is not really someone you have to worry about. But then the other running back, Jamal Williams, he's got six TDs. They throw him a lot, uh, a lot of passes. He's got five catching touchdowns. Talk about those backs, those two backs, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams from the Packers, if you will, a little bit. They go to, they do a good job in their scheme. I mean, um, they're really a, a press team, so they run a lot of zone, and um, they get them out in the open space. Uh, they're good cutback running backs mm-hmm. and getting them out in the screens and stuff like that where they could be – able to be in space and make plays they do a good job of that and I mean overall their scheme is very good and Aaron does a good job extending plays and mm-hmm. making it difficult for defenses just to get a get a rhythm so we have to do a good job of just playing our technique and execute our plays and you gotta really like you said with Aaron Rodgers you gotta keep him contained and in that pocket because He's always reminded me of John Elway, a guy that played uh, way before your time, but I had to play against him and watch him make plays. When he gets outside that pocket, he's awfully dangerous, isn't he? Definitely, definitely. I mean, just getting getting to him early, getting after him and making him feel the pressure is, uh, is going to be key for us. And um, I mean, He's a great quarterback. He's been doing a long time. We understand how to play against them, and they understand how to play against us, so it'll be a good game. Yeah, and everybody talks about the running game, the running backs. I know Dalvin Cook's banged up. I know Alexander Madison is uh, banged up last week, but I want to give a little shout-out to one of my dear friends. We work together in Jacksonville, Coach Kennedy Poler, the running back coach. He's one of the best, if not the best, running back coach I've ever been around. Well, he's certainly the best I've been around. But, you know, Mike Boone comes in last week and, and runs for two touchdowns and fills in nicely, second year out of Cincinnati. Uh, I think the running game's going to be solid for you guys. The play actions will work, and, and the Minnesota Vikings uh, will have a big day with their tight ends. Now let's talk about the guys you're going to be banging against. Let's talk about the Packers O-line. They're playing pretty good football right now, and I like Billy Turner. I like Billy Turner coming out of college. Talk about those big guys up front for Green Bay a little bit, if you will, Shamar, and I'll let you get back to work. They do a good job of running their system. I mean, they try to hit you with the zone and do a great job of that. I mean, they have Lindsey, they have Bakhtiari, Balaga. I mean, they they just do a great job of just doing their technique, making sure defenses, they try to pretty much change what they do depending on how they play a defense, and they do a good job of just checking plays to put people in different positions. So, I mean, they work well together, and we just have to be able to get after them. And Lindsley, uh, the center, he does a nice job in there, doesn't he? I mean, yeah, he does a real good yeah, job. Yeah, he does a real good job. He's got some quickness about him. 
So you guys got a big challenge. I think one of the things that is going to be important for you guys, and I'm sure Coach Zimmers and your staff, uh, your coaching staff are telling you about this, somewhere in there you got to get that extra extra, uh, possession and create a turnover in there somewhere, don't you think, Shamar? And I think it's going to be your turn this week. Big number 93, swiping the ball (laughs) when Aaron Jones runs through that hole and here comes a fumble recovered by the Minnesota Vikings. What do you think of that? That sounds pretty good. Visual- got to get it to happen. You got to visualize it. You visualize it, it'll happen, my man, you know? Yes, sir. Well, listen, I appreciate you coming on. I know you guys are busy. It's a Monday night game, so today's a work day. Get after it. Uh, have a great finish to the season. Go get the Packers on Monday night, and we'll talk to you during the playoffs. What do you think of that? That sounds great. Thank you. All right, my pleasure. All right, take care. Happy holidays. All right, you too, man. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Odds and Ends, and I want to thank my guest, my special guest, Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks, the 11-3 Seattle Seahawks, number one seed right now in the NFC, taking on the Cardinals at home. Then they finish with the 49ers. If they win out, they have the home field advantage throughout, and they will be very, very tough. And Shamar Steffen. Minnesota Vikings defensive tackle, a fellow New York Long Islander from Westbury. I'd like to thank those guys for coming on, taking the time this week. I hope all your picks are winning picks. I hope all your teams win. And don't forget, you can tweet us at odds and ends pod. That's O-D-D-S, the letter N, E-N-D-S pod. And please, if you like the show, subscribe to the show so you get a notification each week. It's free. Tune in on Saturdays to YouTube where we have odds and ends program where I pick three NFL games, including my pick of the week. And don't forget this. I'd rather have a short price than a long face. Happy holidays.